It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As oh. usual, I'm your host, the NFL <laughs> on Twitter. And you know when we come in having the old giggles, Dara, uh, that yeah. there's something manky's going on. Well, the- you see, what you read, and let's face it, we could never be one of those podcasts that do the live streaming in the studio because, <laughs> no. like, no, we'd be no. cancelled, no. cancelled immediately. Yeah. Which is the Spanish for immediately, but just don't don't no look don't don't look that up. Yeah, we'd be cancelled before the podcast is over. Like yeah. we wouldn't even know we're cancelled until oh. we go. That was a good episode, and then yeah, we go. Oh, that, right? oh yeah, we said that thing, and we oh, made that sound. Yeah, and now, we made that sound. Yeah, yeah. And we it's made not, that motion. Hey, do you know what? It's almost worse not saying what we do because then people just put what we do. Just imagine it. You know, look, just face it. Whatever you can think of, it's probably worse. Yeah very good anyway, it was how's it very, going i'm good i'm good how are you we, we took yeah, kind of right. you took a load oh, of time right. off a load of time this load of time no it just meant that any time i did have for this was taken over by something else yeah that's the glory of having something else to do <laughs> than yeah amazing this. which is weird so you know people probably think this is what we do full time but uh, oh, that's well, not, not wouldn't correct. we wouldn't we just love it imagine how good this would be if we did do it full time what allows and put a bit of effort into it? Oh, oh what are you doing now? To be, I take that's that back. Not I take, right. I take that back. Uh, so I look, yeah, look, we we took uh, time off because of you know the extracurriculars, but then also it's one of those times in the year where we kind of do take a year. My chair is very squeaky. Apologies. Uh, we do take time off there because it's that weird lull in between schedule release. I'm organising the tour, organising now. Packers coming to London, oh. meetups. Um, so it is still busy. Well, do you know what's you know? weird is what's Go weird on. about this off season, unlike other ones, is that. There's not an awful lot of on-field stuff going on, but the off-field stuff is even heavier than it was before. Because let's face it, this time last year, it was just, oh, A-Rod, is he coming back? Is he not? He's joined the golf club again. Has he not? Let's talk about golf in a while. But this year, it's really off-the-field stuff that yeah. is taking up a lot of our time. Although, I did get into the lift today. This is a slight aside. I got into the lift today, and lift lights, as you know, are kind of primed to show you things you don't want to see. Grey <laughs> hairs everywhere. But the lift lights, you know, unlike Keep other lights that are on. sympathetic, you know, when you go into your bathroom and you go, oh, it's, I'm looking okay there. Yeah, there's yeah, still yeah. a bit of color in that hair. Yeah. Lift lights, the gray hairs just seem to go, ah! And then I go, ah! Because I see them and then we're all screaming. Yeah, everyone in the lift is screaming as if it's plummeting, but it's not. It's just an additional no, gray hair. Have you gone that bad? And is it receding in gray? Just no, gray? it's not receding. My problem is it's it's not silver fox gray like George Clooney or something like that. I'm going paddy gray, which is kind of oh, red no. at the bottom first. So you get those like big, wispy, far- like Robert Redford red on the sides. And then, you know, a little bit of gray. But really, it looks like I'm selling a pig. Yeah, true you've got irish hair now i've obviously have long hair now it's well past shoulder length at this stage and i have these glorious really long strands of gray hair luscious luscious locks yeah but your hair is really yeah. dark you can get away with it i've got that duckery yeah. mud color the color of you a know, mouse's, the, the mousy the mousy yeah. brown color you know. of a mouse's mickey anyway otas are we happy about them oh let's we, talk so much about oh, do you know what can we over analyze the crap out of it speaking of look you know I, I saw a thing today on espn it's one of those things where you close your laptop and you gently place it in a large body of water you know this sort of <laughs> debate they're all about like oh did you know he? The, yeah, did, did he did he not should he should he not will he don't be so dirty so it's that type of thing where you know don't be so dirty, don't be so dirty. will he 
fucked absurd. Um, it's that thing where you know they try to drum up, and I get it. Okay, I oh, get yeah. it. Obviously, I get it. I've always said, I've always said, look, if you're a Packers journalist at this point, or for any team by that matter, it's really clutching at straw stuff, and they know there's the gratuitous. You know, seventh round pick backstory about his rise to fame, blah blah blah, or you know, tragedy yeah, or his first whatever. Pet called Kermit, who was a frog. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hashtag banter, which we have to get yeah. into. Oh course. God. Oh, uh, let's oh not. dear. I, I'm oh, actually cringing dear. at even the thought of it. But anyway, yeah. OTAs. Yeah. So OTAs. So the what their the false narrative that they're peddling is, um, you know, should Aaron Rodgers be there? Look, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers arguably ducked out last year and elongated yeah. if you will uh, well, because you know veterans hate this time of year it's yeah, yeah. crap they don't like coming back they don't feel what do you actually learn unless you're a rookie and you're settling into training regimes and getting to know the paddock i mean what what does it matter does it matter do you know well oh daryl here's espn's take here ready um now this is not our, our lovely friend rob domofsky this is another drummed up thing for tv because of course god forbid you flick the station was about uh, i think it was dan orlovsky and some other guy uh, tenenbaum tenenbaum who cares uh, so they were talking about like he was like you know aaron Rodgers. who cares why would he show up he's experienced he knows the story in fact he gets tom clements back who he worked with before now yes stuff is different yeah. blah, 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 but yeah. look he, he cranked off MV, back-to-back mvp seasons the guy obviously doesn't need it and um, so he was saying the obvious and then this other guy was saying oh no he should be working with the young receivers to be honest Darryl, the receivers don't know their head from their arse no. at this stage so what they're going to yeah. learn from a, a quarterback who throws the ball 700 miles an hour it's probably better off that he isn't there because yeah I'd argue that know. very same point I think the point being if he does he's going to be going what the hell what are these guys doing so I'd rather the lads be well drilled before he turns up um, so at least they do know what they're doing because he might get a false impression of these guys because yeah. they're only just starting out. He might go, "I'm not working with these guys; they're all losers," um, which is obviously <laughs> not the case. But, <laughs> but you know, like you know, what's the point of getting him involved so late? It's not like other sports, say like soccer, or football, or um, rugby for that matter, where you know you're the equivalent of your quarterback is your out half and that person needs to be there to receive ball and do stuff with it whereas in this instance just assume he's throwing the ball to you where are you going to be before he throws it I mean that's all the key mm. stuff here he's going to yeah. throw it to you you know he's going to hit you with it so. There's so like and again there's so many variables like obviously you don't want to be coming in as reigning MVP and the guy doesn't know the simple terminology of where to be oh, yeah. and you're yeah, kind yeah. of directing yeah. that's baby stuff so hopefully they get sort of bedded down with the playbook and the installs and all that kind of stuff um, you know there's I don't know how much of this is like media trope because it's peddled by the players too you know the Rask and Jordan yeah. love about well, they have to as well oh god you know, that interview oh Jesus yeah, I know. how do you feel about it and have you you know have you gone better but like Brett Hundley was you know the MVP of the preseason for yeah, every yeah year he was in Green Bay but it doesn't matter because when no. it comes to game time because look we saw it uh, who was it um, Tanyan had a had a sniff of it but there was another tight end we had I can't even remember now Corliss maybe where he was pants in practice but when they had to put him on the field he was everywhere and he was dynamite and so you'll have even experienced players who don't show up in practice but do in game time and vice versa so you'll know you know here's Jay Kumro he's an absolute hero of uh, practice and preseason and OTAs and mini camps and all this but then the minute it comes to the play on the field for some reason it just doesn't translate um, so that's the same here it's such a it's such a nonsense argument and move point really that we've nothing to garner and now it's nice isn't it to sort of see the lads there to ah, sort yeah. of initiate the rookies and kind of get a look to see can you see straight yeah. line speed I mean, and I, all that kind I'd of stuff. have a lot of fun there you'd have a lot of fun there like you'd have just yeah. a lot of fun just watching it to be a bit like being at a carnival but the, I suppose it's a bit like okay you can't really compare machines to humans 
humans, but apparently we should with NFL because they're not human. Uh, you know, they're machines and they should of be course. treated as such. But, Indeed. you know, look at look at practice in F1. It's a case of testing out your systems, making sure everything goes well. You don't go full throttle. You can't really learn much from this kind of preliminary stuff. It's, it's great to get a look at them and see what they're capable of. But let's face it, it's more theoretical for these guys. This is theory. This is them sitting down with the playbook and going, right, get to grips with this because this is what we're going to be doing on the field. So uh, uh, can you garner much more than that in real life terms? Don't think so. And why is it garbage? And this is the thing is that a, it's not real game time. Two, there's yep. no crowds. Three, everybody's yep. a rookie. So they, don't, they all kind of don't know what they're doing. Um, another reason you're not coming up against the main defense obviously and you're not coming up against the main offense so it doesn't really matter because uh, look even Jordan Love alluded to it he said you know you have the rookies there and they don't really even know how to practice properly in an NFL facility yeah. so when yeah, yeah. the veterans come back they kind of set the tone and that's what it is but yeah it's such a moot point but there are interviews yeah, interviews oh uh, press conferences uh, all very, very illuminating. Did you hear Jordan oh. Love said that Aaron no, Rodgers was like he was old. He wished that he'd retire. Yeah, um, he hates his guts. He hates his guts. That he's you not know? that good. Oh no, he no, takes no. his lunch money and beats him in the locker room. No, no, hold on, hold on. I think we misheard what he said. He said okay. he's happy for Aaron Rodgers. Oh. He's playing an MVP season. Yeah. Um, he's it's good that he's back. He deserves it. Uh, the one dodgy thing though, one slightly dodgy thing that he did go. He went. I was kind of like. Risque. Ah. The other thing uh, someone brought up to me as well, Daryl, is that he's, it, and again, let's read into this because it's OTAs. Yeah, that's what we got to do. He said, uh, at least, he says, okay, Aaron's a quarterback uh, for at least another year. And then, you know, it's kind of his, well, he didn't say it's his time to shine, but he was sort of saying like, you know, is that telling? Is it telling that he said, because I don't, here's, here's because, and I'll, I'll preface it with this. Here's the theory. Someone said to me that, look, everybody in the building will be abreast of what Aaron Rodgers' decision is going to be and all don't that kind of dirty. stuff. Um, or certainly certainly the people who are in the know, so maybe Jordan Love, the quarterback's coach, Matt LaFleur, obviously, uh, Goody, you know, Russ Ball, all that. Um, and I just don't know what the what the answer to it. And it's it's probably silly to speculate, but I don't know if, you know, they would let that info out to Jordan Love, you know, and say, like, oh, look, Aaron's only going to be here for another year. Like, because I don't know, I'm not convinced Aaron knows himself if he's going to yeah, be here. I don't know. It's a funny one, isn't it? It's one of those things of, you, you, keep, him on, you keep Love on a short leash so that he plays ball for want of a better term <laughs> or does he know something that we do, do you tell him do you motivate him that way I mean because it's mm. unfair for Packers to arguably waste years of this kid's career if if the, he doesn't have a shot you know it's yeah. not Gareth Bale sitting on a strop on the sideline who doesn't want to play this is Jordan of course he wants to play Yeah. Um, but I don't know what do you do I mean I, I don't get the I don't think that the Packers hierarchy treat their players like pieces of meat yet and it's a case of I mean, obviously, if, if they haven't gotten rid of him, they must be keeping him on for some reason. You wouldn't tell a guy... Look, he would have... If I was him, I'd have walked straight in and said to Goody, look, what am I doing here? Mm. Show me what... You know, show me what I'm going to be doing. Give me something or else let me go. So I think you'd have to argue, especially saying all the right things, if I was Jordan Love, you'd just go, yeah, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's ruining my career and I haven't <laughs> even had one yet. You know, like, get a Roy Keane refreshing look on things, but he's obviously yeah. not... He's obviously saying absolutely everything and nothing. So I kind of have to think that he he knows. what. He, well, at yeah. least he believes what they've told him. Look, no, you're still completely in our thoughts. You're completely part of the plan. Just sit tight. We'll get you there. Yeah, because I believe that. Right? Look, you can see merits for both, though, can't you? So you tell him, look, yeah. Aaron hasn't got long. Just hang in there and you're the dude. You know, because then you're sort of thinking, OK, then he takes every practice because he knows, God, this yeah. actually does matter. And yeah. then in another way, you know, do you sort of tell him, look, we don't know uh, because you want him to just 
you know, learn up, soak up as much as he can, shirk that pressure. But the bottom line is, as well, Daryl, look, Aaron Rodgers, the assumption always is, and it's amazing because the power rank, the power rankings, they're out already, Daryl. Uh, there hasn't even been a game. We, played. as we uh, all know on this podcast, we love nice. a good ranking. We love a good rank. We love, actually, we rank most days. Um, so when you look at this and you look back, Packers place eight or something, that's always based on the fact that all of the players are going to stay healthy. The schedule yeah. and, and the teams yeah. are going to show up like they did last oh, year. I don't know. And that, the scheduling is kind of screwing us here. I think the scheduling is really going to kill us this year. I don't think we're going to win 13. Nor do I want to. I don't care. Win 11. Win 11 it's games. It's hard to know. Yeah, look, do you know what? It's hard to know. I think for the Packers particularly, because it can't be understated, I think, that Hackett's not here anymore. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to see how that, that remains plays to be out. seen. Yeah, that does remain yeah. to be seen. But uh, anyway, look, arguably, if we, don't, yeah, if we don't win 13 this season you know but we get to a Super Bowl who cares you know it's one of those things of look at that beautiful record we had last year I couldn't quite believe we'd won 13 but then what did it matter what did it matter matter? yeah different ways to win Um, but yeah Yeah. look the the power rankings are out and they're saying where people are going to end up but that's assuming that every player stays healthy yeah. Which is not the case. So, like, I know there's this whole, there's this whole thing, isn't there? Look, look. Let's and we remind ourselves again. The reason that Jordan Love was there and the reason that things went a bit Pete Tong uh, with Aaron Rodgers was uh, dip, dipping play, and then also the injuries, the collarbone, the money. Yeah. Uh, there was all of that. So, you know, he's done a really good job, and I think luck plays into an awful lot of that because I love that the Bears mm-hmm. had one good season with Trubisky, and they were asked, "What's the magic sauce?" And they said, "Oh, it's the way we organise practice, and uh, you know, we didn't overstress <laughs> yeah. the guys." And you know, oh, and look yeah. in a contact yeah. sport, and yeah. lucky, lucky boys, um, and that's just what it is, you know. Jesus, the stayed Bears, healthy, Max. the Bears just yeah. suck. Do you know what? The Bears suck and Bears fans on social media are annoying. Bears fans on social media... There's, there's the only two of them. Don't, sorry, sorry, there's only two of them. Do you know what, though? They're the type of lads who'd put a ruler underneath their pillow just so that they could check how long they slept for. You know, that's the type of lads <laughs> that we're dealing with here. Um, but look, most of these interviews are uh, complete hogwash, Daryl. And in an yep. awful lot of cases, they just talk completely out of oh, their arse. And Absolutely by waffle. that, by, by talking out their arse, Daryl, I give you this. Go on. But... Um you know, the, there's no substitute for the work that that's, has to take place for them to get them where we want them. Joe said last week that it's very impactful to have the amount of contact you guys have with the players now. As so, <laughs> do we ignore that that <laughs> happened? <Sorry. laughs> Did you hear at the end of that? What is that? What you're trying to? Is it? The, is it the big ridiculous fart at the end of that? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Now, we were innocently doing research and I fired this over to you. I flung it over in the wind over to you, Daryl, um, because he arches his back. That is a Matt LaFleur fart. Um, you know, I haven't. Uh, I, I searched. I Matt searched LaFleur. Matt <laughs> Matt LaFleur. I did search LaFleur and fart on Twitter and nothing came up. So I think this is. Are this you exclusive? Are you? I, are you, I was going to say, are yeah. you breaking? Breaking. Wind? Are you breaking news? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, what age is Matt Lafleur anyway at this stage? Is he has he been oh, forty years four. of age? Oh, I think he's uh, forty-four. But uh, there you go, amazing. Yeah. Literally so talking. Is good. He actually does. <laughs> if, if you want to, maybe pop a link somewhere. Um, I will on this one because you have to watch his. I mean, you are the body language expert. Why you picked up it on this? I mean, all of this. <laughs> your silky skills. Your silky skills have broken uh, and exclusive. Uh, well, hey. Wait, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Left, it's it's left one flark. of those anyway, gems. To be fair, everything you said during that clip and what he did at the end kind of all ties in. It was <laughs> it all does. absolute nonsense. Like, yeah, it's all the same. 
Anyway, are we going to get onto the news that everyone really wants to hear about? Oh, Joey Alexander's extension? No, no. The no. match. Oh, the, match. Uh, the preseason schedule being released? No, no. Hmm? No, no. What everyone really, really wants to hear about oh, is this no, live no, no. and exclusive. Okay, okay, okay. It's the Saints joint practice because we know Aaron Rodgers doesn't like joint practices. LaFleur no. likes them. And No. Do you even know what the people want? I don't think so. You don't seem to know what the people want. What do the they people want? want golf. Do they? The people want to see Brady okay. and Rodgers right. versus Mahomes yeah. and what's his name? Willis? Wallace? Josh? Allen? Whatever. That's what people want to hear. <laughs> They want to know about this. If you haven't gone on to the Twitter and seen the absolute unbelievable bants oh. that's going on between the four of them. About, oh, you guys are old. We're going to win. Oh, you guys are young. You don't. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is swearing a lot. Um, you know, so there's there's that aspect to him. Which oh, was... but I'm so... Like, it's actually <laughs> cringy. It's just so unbelievably boring. Do you know what, though? He does raise a good point. Like, like back in the old days, the stuff that people used to say to each other, like Brian Urlacher apparently used to drive Rogers insane and it used to be real shellac and stuff. But yeah, now it's, sledging. it's gone so soft. Now, of oh, course, so PC. like, like and we've heard about it in football and we heard about it actually a lot in Ga, this sort of sledging thing where it's, it actually, it goes too far where people bring up oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah, personal yeah. tragedy for some people, which is disgusting. But like Urlacher wasn't like that. They'd say stuff in the huddle just to, you know, and when they were all lined up. Uh, just to drive the other person mad or make him laugh or, or pee him off or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'd imagine there are really soft stuff, soft serve stuff now uh, in the huddle. If there even is one, they're probably too busy TikToking uh, on logos to actually... Yeah, to they one. probably... It's just, I can't wait not to see it. Mm. We do, is there more to say about the, the golf game? I know it's on everybody's <laughs> lips and they want yeah, to hear about it. Yeah, I mean, um, if you want to go and see it, I think it's next Wednesday on some channel no one cares about. Do you know, what, do you know what's the best way to watch it, actually? Um, so go to your TV right find mm-hmm. a channel yep. okay yep. Um, yep. go in a nice comfortable seat yeah okay turn yep. the TV off and go outside that's the yeah. only way to yeah. enjoy that nice. to its full potential nice. the nice. only way yeah. um, I, do you know what I have and before I, before I get here I have uh, now they're not solidified yet but I do have dates flights and pricing oh, for the group trip to Lambo. delicioso okay this is really what people want to hear about hit us hit us with some knowledge they really do but before that Joe Alexander uh, foregone conclusion there they were going to extend yep. them anyway it was a matter of let's do the journalist thing it wasn't the case of if it was a case of yeah it was a case of when when what did you say <laughs> why are you saying it like that um, so yeah it's it's good and you know people are sort of proffering as well they're like this is it's an intention by the Packers that they're in win-now mode. No, they've got a guy in a fifth-year option who's the yeah. best DB in the league, so they signed uh-huh. him to a contract. Yeah, well, if you if you do want to read something that's actually worthwhile reading, our friend Mr. Matt Schneidman. <laughs> yes, Mr. Matt. Schneidman! It's been so long since we've done it. We... Oh, it really is. He has, a, well, um, he has a very good piece in called Packers Reloaded Defense arrives at OTAs with lofty expectations. It's Ooh. a really good read. Ooh. Um, is, that behind it's a, good. is that behind a paywall, Daryl? It's, well, it's on the Athletic. Oh, it's behind, uh, so behind a paywall. paywall. But it's very good. If you can't read it, well, tough. It's very nice. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say was, but it basically, I mean, you love this because you love, well, actually, you Ooh. spend a lot of time behind paywalls looking up a lot of D. He talks Sorry. about how he talks about having your how we have a very good stiff D thing. <laughs> is that what he says? Well, that's worth the price of admission. No. Is this Atletic no. or OnlyFans? What are we on here? 
Oh yeah, poor old Matty has an OnlyFans where he talks yeah. about it's stiff the, t- the defense, soft, <laughs> soft hands, tight ends. You know the usual. Oh, God, ball control. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So we're very happy that we've got him back all the same because let's face it, what we saw last year, we were. And let's face, let's face it, let's, let's face fa- it twice. Let's face it. Let's, fa- let's just, face it a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just turn around and face it. Yeah. But if you looked at, we were worried about the defense for so long. Now all of a sudden, how how spoiled we are now? We're like spoiled little brats here. We're basically going, oh, the defense is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing mm. next year. And honest to God, I think it will be. Is it? Is it though? Like you know, yeah. like no, look, I get, it. I get it. I get it. I get it. On paper, in paper, I get it. The D line is like got massively bigger with the addition <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> yeah, figurative ways, right? So the D is huge now, oh. massive. Um, and then also, you know, linebackers got better. You know, we've signed Jair and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, you know, there's still potentially question marks. But I will buy the narrative for now. So look, the trip will I will I hit you with? Yeah, hit me with some deets. Right. So first off, and it's Yo. this is not. I'm not going to caveat this too much, right? Because we all know, um, the the price of oil and gas and all that kind of stuff has gone uh, through the roof. Um, so obviously, plain fuel is in there, but mm-hmm. also. Uh, the bus transfer over in Green Bay and all that kind of stuff. So the trip is more expensive because of that. Now, this is the part where I do say, and there'll always be some arsehole out there uh, who somehow thinks I'm flogging holidays, right? Uh, I don't have any skin in the game here. Uh, we go through MVP travel and touchdown trips uh, because I'm I'm not a travel agent. I'm not going to go and book people's flights for them. I can't ask them to book their own because God knows who would go, when they would go, what they would pay, and there's too many variables. So for forever now, we've always worked with a travel agent, and the last, you know, for forever, we've hooked up with Ben in MVP yeah, Travel. And he does a great job. Does he ben. does a great job. So when I quote prices, you're not paying me, it's going to Ben. Um, so the thing is, is it is more expensive, so Ben sort of proffered that, but it's not too much more expensive, and there's, a, there's an extra add-on. So for, what we usually do is... is bottom usually, line, bottom line, bottom line, bottom what line. are we talking here? So we usually go to a Badgers game, there isn't a Badgers game on. We also usually, because it's cheaper, uh, get a bus transfer, which is about three and a half to four hours on a bus from Chicago up to Green Bay. I've been vocal about it before. Um, it's not my fave thing to do. It it has its benefits. It's good to get to know people. It's good to see the scenery and all that kind of stuff. But it takes away, because the thing is, is the flights into Green Bay usually are so prohibitively expensive. Mm. It, like it, it chunks on like a grand or something ridiculous each way. But the thing is, it is faster and you do bank over Lambeau Field as you're going, which is cool. Some people like it. Some people I beg your pardon? You bank. Well, you know, there's a lot to bank over. Um, so the, the prices that these aren't released, right? But myself and Ben have been chatting and he has to tune, fine, fine tune, tune, fine the details. But basically, I'm going to hit you with it, right? So no Padres game. Um, so that means our Saturday is free. Um, and also because the price of the bus transfers has over doubled since last year, uh, because last year we got a really good price, remember, mm, because yeah, yeah. The, the actual uh, people are like, just get on with it, Steve. But the borders were actually locked. So no one could actually fly into the States. It was literally it was lifted like two weeks or a week before we went over, which is why the price is because everyone was just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, last year it was 1,700 and something for a four night trip. This is, is that pound, great British pounds? Great British pounds. So this is 1,995. Um, so it's, it's more expensive. But it's an extra 100 and something or 200 quid. Okay. Now, you don't get the Badgers game, but you do get the flight to Green Bay this time. Um, so that's at the Radisson. Uh, you can also go for the Best Western, which is more expensive. So for a double, which is two people sharing, uh, not in the same bed. We have got asked that before, not unless you really want to. Um, it's 1995. Um, so, you know, there's other years there where it's been up around that as well. It depends. And the thing is, and here's the caveat. And again, all of this information is coming from... Uh, 
touchdown trips. But the Dallas game, which is the game that we're going for, is the most yes. popular in the Packers' home schedule yes. across the board, not just from you know, abroad, but also from Green Bay as well, because the Dallas fans travel really, really well, and you know America's team, blah blah. Yeah, blah, they don't. They the don't get sick. Yeah, so like that. You look. We stay in the Radisson. That's where the players stay. Um, it's a Uber and a taxi ride into Green Bay. You won't spend much time in it anyway. So when we do go, what we find is, is that people aren't at the hotel now. For the older folks who might prefer, like myself, like yourself, who might prefer walking distance, like straight up to Lambo and all that. Shuffle, the best Western. shuffle, shuffle distance. Yeah. So I mean, you know, every day we shuffle. So you can get the best Western, but it is more expensive. So that's two one four five. So you know, it's an extra what one hundred and fifty pounds to stay right in the middle. So you can so sort two, of two grand all in. Then basically is what we're saying here. Yeah, one nine nine five for the Radisson for the four night package. Now even better. So that's for the Cowboys game. And then if you want to stay in town and go to the Titans game. Well, then it's 2650 for a double. So what's that? An extra 600 blips for, you know, the extra three nights plus the game ticket That's and all that good bad. stuff that comes along with it. So two, two six, Yeah, so 2650. Um, now, uh, apparently the hospitality packages, Daryl, came out um, for Spurs and they're meant to be very similar to the hospitality packages that you can actually get if you go down the Packers route. And if I read these out for the game in London, you will see how much value there is in going to the States. So the, and this is Wembley, uh, by the way. So it's, and it's usually a good marker for Spurs. So when you go for the hospitality thing, it goes from £369 up to £799 for the Wembley Jeez. hospitality package, which is probably a box or whatever it is. I don't have the, the strict details about it. So, you know, you either spend, you know, seven £800 on that ordeal plus the train tickets getting there plus you know everything else that goes along with it or you can come to Lambo for 1995 um for the four nights or tackle an extra 600 quid and go for seven nights and catch two Packers games in Lambo field one of those will be Sunday and one of them will be uh, Thursday night football amazing um which is incredible like which I yeah. just think it's it's really good value um you know the whole trip is there it was sold out last year um so people have been asking for prices I'll get even more granular and then we'll, we'll park it there. So the flights go from London Heathrow over to Chicago. Now, we had the option as to get the plane within an hour and a half, about an hour and 45 minutes from landing or have a longer stay in Chicago. So the layover in um, Chicago when we get over there is about four hours. So the, the, yeah, qu happy days. the, the quarrel was, is, you know, do we go and potentially miss the flight? Uh, do we get a bus transfer, which is, I think, the same, if not more expensive than the actual plane, which doesn't make sense. So you're either Jesus. sitting on a bus for four hours or you're sitting in the airport bar for four hours. And I yeah. know what people are well, there. Chicago, you know, it's my kind of town. Chicago yeah. is. Well, look, it's a it's a massive airport and there's a lot to do in there. You know, grab some grub and all that kind of stuff. And it still brings us up into Green Bay for... Uh, about quarter to eight, I think it is. So we get in there on Friday, Delicious. you know, go get your cheese curds, uh, have a few boozies out on the town, get up on Saturday, spend all day in the pro shop, going around getting some packages. Oh, yes, snacks. that's actually one thing I think we need to mention. Say say you go for the 1900, say 2K mm. package, that does not include emptying your mortgage payments into the pro shop. Well, I mean, if you bring your credit card, it's a really good transitional oh. way to, uh, to oh, do that, you know. Dearie. Deary for high dear. interest amounts do you know what came out as well and we put it out on Twitter that little shop up by Austin Strobel which is the airport that we fly into there was an Austin unbelievable Strobel. it's a treasure trove of a shop 
unbelievable place and you'd get these knickknacks for really cheap because the pro shop don't get me wrong is where you will spend most of your coin yes. but there's an awful lot of places like Walmart and Target and all these places that they'll sell off like little odd bits and pieces you know little sort of knickknacky stuff and key rings and even shirts and jerseys and old jerseys and there's a, there was a jersey shop down the bottom of Lombardy Avenue or Fresh Jocks um, Fresh Jocks as well if yeah, you've ran out if you've only brought one oh, I mean, well look you know what happens when you go into the pro shop sometimes you drop oh, some yeah. deuces um, so yeah look it's it's really exciting the fact that the Packers are coming over to London they're going to release those tickets in June uh, they're going to be in limited sale um, and then also we're going to go over to Green Bay and catch two games over there with Ooh. Cowboys and Titans and there are Cowboys and Titans are no slouches I mean these, no, these are going to no, be some no. absolutely cracking no, games that's the thing is like you know it's not like you're going over to see a dead rubber here yeah, uh, this is going to be actually where we'll be going. Oh, squeaky bum sort of stuff. Yeah, well, look, it's fell well and it's fell awful for some people. So it's it's, you know, yeah. it's it's fell well because fell well uh, because it's the Titans and it's the Cowboys and that's great. There are some years where the schedule will fall. We can't go too early because people have uh, kids in school. We can't go too late because it's too close to Christmas. So these mm. were kind of selected for us. But there was games in the past that were selected for us, and one was against the Raiders, which was a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong, yeah. especially when you're in Lambo. But you know the comp we we steamrolled them, and then there was another game against the Dolphins that we went to see, which again was. But it was a really cold game and I had that atmosphere, which was great. But uh, like yep. sheer on paper opponent wise, it didn't have that pizzazz that, no. you know, because you want Lambo and you want the opponent if you can. Lambo is good enough. Well, you want to see some wrong. good quality football as well. Yeah. But I get that, like what I will say this, when you go to Lambo, there is no bad game. You get to see the no. Packers play. It doesn't bloody well matter who you're seeing. But no. it is nice to be able to go and see a bit of competitive football as well. Yeah. And what I like about two games is, and it does hedge the bets is, is that, you're, you know, because the first, the first game I went over to see, we got absolutely waxed by the Cowboys. So yeah. like, like you can go over and see a game and then we get nothing, nothing worse than getting waxed by a cowboy yeah big time yeah um so you know <laughs> it, it, it really affects your ranking you know oh. um, so the thing about it is is that it doesn't matter when you lose because like we lost that game and i've always been interested because i've been over now like too many times that i can even count so i always said it to people like did it impact us that we lost and they said no i couldn't care less it's the atmosphere and it's the high five and i think if you know it'd be a situation maybe if Aaron Rodgers got injured and we're really non-competitive then that it might be a bit of a shame but honestly it's the magic of lambeau field when you go in i'm not only saying that because as i said i'm not selling holidays here i'm like this is why we go every year so we're not selling the packers this is we're a packers fan club so yeah exactly that's a given yeah so it's just you know you cannot compare Lambo with any other stadium I've ever been in and especially mm. if you're one of these guys who has you know been saving up for a while or looking on and waiting for the right time and if this year is the right time to go see two games oh my god it's goosebumps stuff because you know and actually I've never been at a Thursday night football game so I wonder what the atmosphere is like for that um, as well which will be interesting so that's going to be a new experience for me too but Oh, cannot wait. So there's the dates. 1995 for four nights, uh, 2650 for the seven night package. That's at the Radisson and it's also flying into Green Bay, which you would not believe is super duper handy. Um, it just, you know what? It's a 45 minute plane ride and it banks over Lambeau Field. It's going to be at nighttime as well. So it's going to be so disrespectful. So disrespectful yeah. to bank over Lambeau Field. Well, look, it's a beautiful place. So anyway, Daryl, is there anything else that you want to bank over or anything else that you want to say? No, no, no just sign me up, baby. Let's get those deets on. Deets. Let's deets. go. To, what am I? What am I? Some kind of millennial. Let's mm. get those deets out, man. Yeah, now yo, look, the, yo. the thing is, is as of now, as of recording, they're subject to change. But when this of is course. out and if you're listening to this of a Friday morning, I will probably have all of the promotional material and flyers and the article on the website and all that kind of stuff and I'll pump out that detail um, on Friday or Saturday Friday probably but anyway 
There you go. So look, I've been at DDDNFL. It's been great to have you back on the mic, bro. Ah, yeah, you too, baby. At Daryl J. O'Brien on the Twitter box. And of course, at UK Packers. And look, the Raz, the Raz deadline's coming up. What is it? 26th, 27th now. Um, and I have some absolutely yeah. stonking prizes. So do get involved if that's, uh, that's how you want to go. But until next week, go Pack Go.